1: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Happy Monday, Tone. How was your weekend? Tony Kornheiser. Better than the Bears was, wouldn't you say? Really? Yeah, well. Better than the Bears. Yeah. You know. And, and better than the Cubs was, too. I think we've lost six of eight or seven of nine. We're done. We Are you out the of the wild road. card now? Are Bears, you not gonna make Cubs the wild card? Both just look dreadful. They're ruining my September. Really? Ruining it. You know what really looks dreadful?
2: The orange uniforms the Bears were They're, they should you know never what? I can ever. have the orange
1: jersey. But the orange helmet, oh, the helmet is a no-no. Terrible. It's a no-no. Absolutely. Dreadful. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's
2: episode, the Bengals and Chargers are winless. The NFC North goes over, and Dion and Colorado stay unbeaten. But we begin today with the NFC East, where the three teams that played yesterday all won. The Cowboys beat the Jets 30 to 10. The Giants came back from 28-7 down in the third quarter, beat Arizona in Arizona, and Washington came back from 21-3 down in the second quarter,
1: beat Denver in Denver. Well, Bon, who had the most impressive win? Well, Tony, it's not going to be the Cowboys. It's going to be either Washington or the New York football Giants. And the Giants did something they'd done like twice ever. I think it was the second largest comeback win ever, and they had not done anything like this since 1949. When they beat the Cardinals, that would be the Chicago Cardinals then. Yeah. So I'm going, with, I'm going with the Giants. I mean, and we keep going back and forth on the Giants and whether they have the critical elements. And it always starts with Daniel Jones, their quarterback, who, who had a, a great run for a touchdown late in that game when they were coming back. The Washington comeback, Tony, it was great, too, don't get me wrong, and they need to be every bit as happy as the Giants. But for those of us watching from the outside, the Washington comeback was aided by the Zebras. And it just, it just was. It was aided by the Zebras because on the two-point conversion, which would have sent the game into overtime, the officials just swallowed the whistle. It's, it's a cowardly situation when they make pass interference calls the entire game and then bail on their obligation yeah in overtime or late in the game. Don't swallow the whistle. You've been calling this the whole game. It's an obvious pass interference call. I expect the league office to apologize, you know, to Denver for them not making the call, but that doesn't help the situation. So I go in that tiebreaker circumstance for me with the New York football Giants.
2: I'm going to differ a little bit on the wording here. I'm going to tell you that the most significant win was Dallas because Dallas now beat the two New York City teams by a total of 70 to 10, and they are the champions of New York City. Dak Prescott looked good. Michael Parsons looked great. Absolutely great. And I can see... uh, We can see now that that is a playoff team. And I want to add this as an aside. To those people who went on television on a variety of networks and said, hey, don't worry about the Jets, because Zach Wilson, he's been tutored by Aaron Rodgers. He's more comfortable in his offense this year than last year. The Jets are going to be just fine. Really? How does 12 of 27 and three interceptions taste? All right? Because for the 53rd time, if he was any good, they wouldn't have got Aaron Rodgers. Where you and I disagree is not on the call. It was obvious P.I. in a two-point conversion. I think Washington – I mean, the Giants were a playoff team. The Giants – The Giants saved their season with that, but they beat a bad team. Arizona's a bad team. They've already lost to Washington. I would say that Washington, to go on the road, to go in altitude, to go with a rookie quarterback, and beat a team that allegedly, allegedly has a top-rate coach and a top-rate quarterback, I would say that that was the most surprising win. I'll I'll tell you this other thing, Mike. I think it's possible that Sean Payton will rue the day that he signed on with this team. And he will rue the day that he said what he said and the way he said it about the former coach of the Denver Broncos. Hack it. And I think if they lose two more in a row, he's going to have to think about benching Russell Wilson, who is no longer the lead quarterback and looks sort of like he's done. But I'll move well, as on I there. Let's you stay told the NFC. No, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to let you get Go away ahead. with that slander on Russell Wilson. Denver leads the entire NFL in points Per possession, as they say, they lead it. The whole NFL in offense. No, they got to win right home. now. Pay attention. They got to win. The at defense home is against the Washington. last. The defense is the most pillar. So blame the defense. Don't blame Russell Wilson, who leads I the think once again Mike, leads I think the he league is starting in out
2: per series. Where he ended up last year, he's not. I do. The evidence do. says he's well,
1: not. You're not paying not, attention. Uh, you got to get Not YouTube the, TV and get off the red zone and watch the actual <laughs> football game. huh? YouTube Stop TV. Like We're going to have a guy in a truck just come highlights. to the house. Come
2: on. In the YouTube truck. Come to my They'll house. they come in with, with presents and gear and soda. Let's stay Good. in the NFC. We're going to move to your division, Wilbon, the NFC North, if right. you insist on calling the NFC Central. The Central. three teams that played yesterday, they all lost. Lions lost in overtime at home to Seattle. Packers lost in Atlanta after holding a 24-12 lead in the fourth quarter. And your Bears lost to Baker Mayfield, whom you hate, in Tampa Bay by 10. So which team had the most troubling loss? I don't
1: care about Baker Mayfield. What I care about is a quarterback on my team in the NFC Central, Justin Fields, who everybody in the Metropolis thought was going to make a jump. And we were going to see it. Because they had two beatable teams out there, we thought, to start the season. At home against hated rival Green Bay and at Tampa, which is okay, but not, not a world beater. This ain't Tampa with Tom Brady. And Justin Fields has looked challenged. He can't find open receivers, Tony. And if you're living and watching in Chicago and not the highlights but the game, you know that there are receivers open streaking for the end zone, and he can't see them. He can't find them. And this is troubling. And I know the offense is garbage so far, the design of it, because it calls for things like a center, a a midfield screen down around your old goal line, which is just stupid play calling. And so the offense is stupidly designed, and Justin Fields doesn't seem to have any real awareness when he's on the field. He's holding the ball for five and six seconds, and this they passed up on the number one pick, Because a lot of us believe, like they believe, management. Justin Fields is our guy. And he's still my guy for right now, but we're worried. We have every reason to worry. That's not the case in Minnesota. That's not the case in Green Bay. That's not the case in Detroit. It's only the case in Chicago. Worry over Fields. That's why that loss is the most
2: important. He threw two interceptions. One was a pick six. He took six sacks. Baker Mayfield, again has one sack in two games Baker and looks is like a real no leader. I know, no, but you hate him, but he's had two good games. Yeah, but he, and he's two not and oh. in the question. They're the two question and oh. is about the NFC I Central. would not... It, well, they, they lost to this team, Tampa Bay. I would not worry or be too concerned... About the Lions, the Lions showed character yesterday. They came back a number of times at one point. Yeah. 31-21 with eight minutes to go, right? And by the way, Geno Smith has completely turned his NFL career around. Yes, he has. Geno Smith, since game one last year, has 33 touchdowns and 11 picks. That's pretty good, okay? I would be concerned, Mike, about Green Bay. I'm going to tell you why. Because Atlanta, even down in the fourth quarter, toyed with them. With 2:07 to go and a chance to kick a field goal and go up by one point, Arthur Smith said, "Let's run it," and he got run the it. first down. And then Let's he went the, the next series, running and, great then, he, running and back. then he right, that's right, and then he kicked the field goal at that yeah. point. Green Bay got the ball back with 57 seconds to go, and Jordan Love threw four straight inter, four straight incompletions. Incompletions. Now, when yeah. you when you say we got Favre, we got Rodgers, we got Love, that sounds great. But four straight incompletions at the end of the game is not that great. It's just not. Yeah.
1: But, the, you know, he'll, be, he'll probably be all right. We're, we're, in, we're in deep worry, deep worry. Those orange uniforms were hideous, and the Bears Awful. were hideous in them. Again, two teams with high expectations, high expectations entering the season, find themselves at 0-2. The Bengals lost to Baltimore, both of the AFC Central by three, and Joe Burrow was seen limping late in the game after aggravating the calf that kept him sidelined for most of training camp. The Chargers are also winless after falling in overtime to the Titans. Tony, which 0 2 team, the Bengals or the San Diego Chargers, should be more right. concerned? Bengals, Chargers.
2: So, the easy and fairly obvious answer would be the Bengals because of Joe Burrow. I understand that they started 0-2 last year and then made the playoffs, but the quarterback didn't have a bad calf last year. That's right. Joe Burrow's been out there for two games, Mike. This is what he's done. He's thrown 72 passes and gained 304 yards. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's 4.2 yards per attempt, less than half of what he did a couple of years ago. So I can see where that's concerning. But honestly, I think the greater concern ought to be the Chargers, and here's why. They've put up points in two games, Mike. They, they put up 34 Damn. against Miami. They lost. They put up 24 on the road against Tennessee, and they lost 58 points in two games. You're not supposed to be 0-2. Their defense has given up 63. You talk about the Broncos' defense. Maybe that's worse, but 63 in two games stinks. And their head coach who likes to go for it all the time, maybe he likes to go for it because he doesn't want his defense on the field because he knows it's bad. Well, this year—
1: I'm just going to remind you of a text message sent yesterday at about 3.42 Eastern time that said, and I quote from Anthony Kornheiser, is, is it possible Burrow is really this bad? So <laughs> I, I'm surprised to hear your answer today, given what <laughs> happened yesterday, which caused because, you to go crazy because, for Mike, a little while.
2: You can, turn, you can turn that around in 24 hours if you have a good night's sleep and you're not injured. Like, that's possible.
1: The other team yeah, has, has worse problems. Yeah, but, but he's injured, right? I mean, this attorney, right. this calf right. thing, and it can lead right. to other stuff, Aaron Rodgers. So, I, you know, yes, look, I, you convinced me, and now you haven't even convinced you. You convinced <laughs> me yesterday in real time that I need to pay more attention to Joe Burrow. And I'm nodding uh, like a bobblehead, and you come in today and say, no, it's San Diego. I mean, the Chargers you know. never play great defense. What if they played great defense? Like in the 1960s, it's been 50 but you can't, or 60 you can't years ask since the Chargers defense is any good. You can't
2: ask Justin Herbert to put up 35 a game. You well, can't you, ask you might, that. You, you might have to. Let's take a break.
1: Coming up, the Chiefs and Bills get bounce-back wins. Which one was bigger? And how should Dion and Colorado feel after their narrow and dramatic overtime win against Colorado State? Aren't
2: you surprised that after Sleep. Kansas City, the rest of the AFC West is 1-5? in five? Weren't they supposed to be good?
1: Yeah, but They're why would anybody five. think the Raiders Why would anybody think the Raiders and Jimmy Garoppolo
0: were going to be... The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI.
2: Time to find out what's popping with the populace. Mail time. First one here.
1: What's trending? Bigger bounce back win. Bills or the Chiefs? Tony, I think the Chiefs because they won in Jacksonville. I mean, they're down there in the heat, in the extreme heat. Um, I noticed, you know, the announcers talking about both those games in all the games in Florida yesterday about the heat and humidity, and I just thought the Chiefs going down there and playing a Jaguars team that people have. Big expectations of the Bills beat the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders stink. They, they, they just do. Don't, don't, I don't want to hear about the Raiders. The Bills ought to win that game. I realize the Chiefs are the champs. They, I'm sure they were favored, but not by much. And Jacksonville played well in the opening week. They fought hard yesterday. That defense just didn't let Patrick Mahomes run all over the place. So I'm going to say Kansas City. Yeah, the
2: answer to the question is Buffalo, because Josh Allen had the bigger bounce-back game. He was terrible. It's in the, the first Raiders. game, he had it's four Raiders. turnovers. Four turnovers by himself yesterday. Thirty-one of thirty-seven, two hundred seventy-four yards, two touchdowns, and a rating rating of one hundred twenty-four point five. Here's the thing about Kansas City, Mike. That was a tight game the whole way. That was a one-score game, and yeah. I felt, and I remember saying this to you yesterday. There were a couple of times, two or three times. Well, I thought Trevor Lawrence had a touchdown pass, and maybe the kid's foot was out, and so it was taken back three times. Now, Kansas City understands everybody's going to give them their best shot, so they have learned how to win close games, and that's what that was. I thought the bigger bounce back. Was Buffalo, because people were actually worried about Buffalo. You're not worried but about Kansas City. But it's the
1: Raiders. City. The Raiders stink. The Jacksonville Jaguars don't. you got to grade the opponent to a degree. To a degree. Did
2: Colorado's double overtime win over Colorado State increase or
1: decrease your estimation of Dion's team? You know, Tony, Colorado State played really hard. They did just cheap shot their way through the game. And I don't want to hear from anybody from Colorado State talking any junk. They played hard. They played well. And they cheap shotted every snap they could. But, Tony, it's not just the win or the margin of the victory or the double. It's the drama that Dion and that team have brought, his team, have brought to the season. There's no great college football team. None. Not Georgia, not Alabama, not nobody. Colorado's the story, the entire story of college football is Colorado and Dion and Shadour. I, I, my God, yeah. that kid is a great quarterback. He's right there with Caleb Williams at the top of the Heisman Trophy heap. And all kudos to Colorado State and their coach, except they cheap-shotted their way through an entire game.
2: I'm so thankful that we got to Dion because you can't do this show without Dion. I don't want to get no. carried away because Colorado State was a 23 point underdog and they were winning they played late hard. in the fourth they quarter. Played so they played hard. That was not, that's not what we would call a hat and sunglass moment for Dion. But let me say this that drive, 98 this yards on that great. drive. Shadour yes. is certainly a first-round draft pick, and, and you make reputations on those drives. Yes, Tom Brady, yes, John Elway in the same state. All right, that is a great drive at that point. So it sort of increases that, my estimation Them, I don't know what they're going to do in Oregon, but, Mike, I really Ooh. hope— that that game is on a reasonable time so I can watch it. Three thirty
1: Three thirty. Dion's
2: on every. If you want to interview Dion, if you're in a high school kid, he'll talk to you. He was on 60 Minutes last He'd night. He's been on this He's show everywhere. lately.
1: Dion used Enough to join email. us in the early years. Where's Dion? Why been doesn't lately? he come on this show? We'll get Let's Deion get Dion.
2: Let's get him. Right. Let's take one last break. Still to come as Shohei Otani cleaned out his Angels locker for the last time. They
1: should be relegated to Angels. And the Rams rookie's putting up some big numbers. What time did I text you Saturday night at the end of that game? 241.
0: I wasn't up. I got it the next morning at 6.
2: 241.
0: (laughs) Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With Kizik Hans Free Shoes, Motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of Motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Happy time,
2: people. Happy 48th birthday yesterday, Jimmy Johnson. The race car Jimmy Johnson, not the football Jimmy Johnson. Johnson is one of the legendary NASCAR drivers, having one Daytona twice and the Cup Series seven times. In 2022, Johnson drove Indy cars in select races, including the Indianapolis 500. Some years back, Johnson took me for a spin around the track in Richmond, Virginia, a day before a NASCAR race. I could swear we were going about 130 miles an hour, and I could swear he was holding the steering wheel between his knees as he confidently and casually chatted with me. I was terrified and thrilled at the same time and grateful (laughs) for the ride.
1: Tony, I was terrified once, it had to be 10 years ago, talking to Jimmy Johnson it's here in Arizona and it was like 45 minutes before the race and, and I'm like oh my god I'm sorry he's got his helmet in his hand he's standing by his car he says don't worry about it we're good
2: yeah don't worry about it
1: and the they calm are. that Jimmy Johnson has before doing something I'm sure they all have it doing something Amazing. that's death defying and I'm yeah. terrified and he's laughing at me Jimmy Johnson It just yeah. seems like the greatest guy Happy anniversary, Reggie Jackson. Around
2: this day, 39 years ago, when Reggie was with the Angels, he hit a pitch from Bud Black at Kansas City for his 500th home run. Reggie became the 13th player ever to reach the 500 level, and he did it on the 17th anniversary of his first home run. Reggie wasn't a power hitter. He was a home run hitter. He was the straw that stirs the drink, as he said of himself. He is the one with three home runs in the same World Series game off three different pitchers. He's the one who got into a fistfight with his own manager. He's the one with the candy bar named after him. Reginald Martinez Jackson. Yeah, him.
1: Tony, I'm I'm not sure that there is a star anywhere near as big as Reggie Jackson was, even by then, when he's with the California whatever angels they were calling themselves then. By the way, I, I inherited two relationships I should thank you for guys that you palled around with back in your day when you had the big red afro phil jackson and reggie jackson so reggie jackson thank you for yeah. that i got in the door i was good with the jackson
2: yeah i was good with the jackson not so much with michael? michael and jermaine
1: and t not so much okay.
2: with michael the right. trails shohei Atani, the presumptive american league mvp has shut down all baseball for the remainder of this season and has all but cleared out his locker in the angels clubhouse Ohtani stopped pitching in August because of a torn ulnar collateral ligament, but continued dh An MRI revealed lingering irritation in Ohtani's right oblique, so hitting is out now too. Ohtani plans to pitch and hit for the rest of his career, but the possibility of surgery would postpone a return to pitching for a while. Conversation now turns to where Ohtani will play next season. The Angels want him, but many people think Ohtani's next
1: address will be in Los Angeles proper with the Dodgers. Let me just concentrate for a second on the Angels. That franchise should be relegated. Somebody should move up and replace them. You got Trout, a guy who for five years was called the best player in the game. You got Ohtani. You got Rendon, who's a, a ghost. And you can't do anything ever, and people walk out on you? You consider trading them? My goodness, they're a disappointment.
2: One omission. Michigan State announced it has begun the process of firing head football coach Mel Tucker for cause, which was completely expected. Yeah, we had that very quick to the big finish.
1: Let's Rams do. Rams rookie
2: receiver Puka Nakua set a record for most catches in his first two games of 25. Are you
1: impressed? Yeah, 15 of those yesterday in the loss to the Niners. Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson self-reported a concussion and left yesterday's win over the Texans in the first half. Your thoughts?
2: You're a great athlete. Don't run so much. The
1: Aces eliminated your sky. Are you impressed? Come on, the Aces. I mean, Asia Wilson had 38th. They're the best team. Maybe the Liberty, but they're the best team. Orioles raised. Both playoff berths significant. The Orioles haven't been there since, what, 2016? <laughs> Last one, two Monday night games. Who you got? I got a problem. It's 4 and 5 in the afternoon out here when these games start. I can't even see him. I don't care about the first game. Steelers over Browns yeah. in the second. That's your problem? My problem was watching
2: Colorado at 2 in the morning. Ooh, we're out of time. Trying to be better the next time. I'm Tony
1: Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI Podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now,
0: PTI.